This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today's episode is in response to an email I got from a high school student. Here's the email. Hi, Lisa. I'm quite a bit younger than most of your audience, but I'm trying to avoid an awkward situation, and I hope you can help. I'm starting my junior year of high school, and I'm an officer of my school's key club. Our annual meeting is coming up, and I'm worried. A few months ago, I parted ways with my two best friends. They were really treating me badly, so it was necessary. I can't say that I really regret it, but it was a pretty awful breakup. They're also club officers, so I'll be seeing them at this meeting and at all of our meetings over the next two years. I'm getting anxious about being thrust into social situations that include them. Our meetings usually include a fair bit of downtime and socialization, and I'm worried about making small talk. Do I avoid them altogether? Politely ask them how they are, knowing that they may turn around and bite my head off? Do I ask a question about something I know they were planning to do this summer? Any advice you have would be really useful. First, thanks for listening. You're exactly right. You could choose to ignore them, you could choose to be polite, or you could choose to sincerely ask them about their summer. And yes, they may react in a negative manner. Let's face it, your situation is difficult. Managing conflict, it's difficult for anyone, even for established professionals. However, although it's not going to be easy, in a way, it's actually a good thing. Because everyone at some point in their career, whether it's school teams, work teams, volunteer teams, at some point, you'll get asked to work with people with whom you don't get along or with whom you've had issues. At some point, everyone needs to learn how to act professionally with teammates when there's conflict, both during and after the conflict. Unfortunately for you, the experience came a bit sooner than for most. But if you can successfully learn how to navigate the situation over your next two years, you're going to find out that you've learned an extremely valuable skill, one that will serve you throughout your entire career, no matter what career you choose. But before I describe what to do, I want to explicitly say what not to do especially since you asked, do I avoid them altogether? The short answer is no, don't avoid them. Although that's probably the easiest thing to do, it's not going to help. In fact, avoiding them will likely just make the situation worse. The key to success in this type of situation is to step up. That is to step up your social and professional skills. Although you're still a teenager, you need to be a grown-up and demonstrate leadership. By the way, I give the same advice to adults. I think you're well on your way anyway, because just by writing me and asking for assistance, you've already demonstrated a maturity beyond your years. Next, what's important to keep in mind is that their reaction shouldn't be your focus. You can't control their behavior. The only person you can control is yourself. So you'll need to decide how you want to behave regardless of the reaction of the other girls. The best possible thing that you can do is to be sincerely kind and genuinely positive. To me, that means doing things such as saying hi or smiling at them when they pass by in the hallway or talking to them at meetings about the projects or even other things that are important to them. Maybe even Facebooking them every now and again. I know, I know, it's easier said than done. It's hard to be kind and positive when you're in conflict with somebody. However, It turns out it helps if you focus on the common ground that you share. In fact, in traditional conflict resolution, the idea is to figure out what you both can agree to. In your case, 
focus on the fact that all of you are interested in having good key club meetings and ultimately in helping your community through service. Focusing on the things that you have in common, it brings people together. It reduces tension, and sometimes it even helps to rebuild trust and respect in a relationship. And because you were good friends, at least at one time, try to think of why you were such good friends to begin with. Who knows, you might be able to find a positive remnant of that old relationship, and then you can focus on that, and that'll help you to remain upbeat, positive, and most importantly, kind in all of your interactions with these girls. Eventually, you may want to work through your conflict. And if so, you'll need to have a direct discussion of your underlying concerns. It's important that during the discussion, you remain open and neutral. You need to achieve what's called a stance of curiosity. That means that you ask open-ended questions to facilitate discussion. It also means that your words, your gestures, and your tone of voice all need to be congruent and be perceived as you really listening. When I was a junior in high school, I also had a major conflict with my best friend. In the beginning, we weren't so good at being kind to each other. But eventually, we were able to participate in activities together, mostly by focusing on our shared interest in the activity. Later, when we were in college, we worked through our issues. I still remember it took several very honest and difficult discussions. However, by discussing our concerns, we were able to work through the conflict, and ultimately, it made us better friends. Even today, almost 30 years later, we're still good friends. And that's an important plus side of any conflict. If it's handled effectively, it can make the relationship stronger. Finally, keep in mind that your breakup is fresh. As with all things, time also will make the situation easier. Even though it's hard, learning how to manage difficult situations and work through conflict, it's a valuable skill that's worth the investment of your time. And please be sure to write me. Tell me how it worked out. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.